0: Yo yo yo, what up, Dozy? What up, what up? What you been up to? Uh,
1: uh, just like talking with parents. I've been trying to do these taxes. Uh, hopefully I can get a refund on time. Um,
0: you haven't done your taxes yet?
1: Well, I haven't done them yet, but there was a deadline extended. Um, I think it's due on June now, so. No, when it comes to tax, I'm just like, I, don't, it's, it's, I feel like it's a little intimidating at first. And I just put it off.
0: Cause like, what if you file uh, the wrong yeah, thing?
1: I use TurboTax.
0: Oh, well, yeah, TurboTax makes it easy then. Yeah, I'm about to
1: finish it up this weekend, and then hopefully
0: I use I can... uh. I use Free Tax USA. all right uh, I use that for the first time uh, this um, past tax season. Um,
1: they don't charge you, obviously, because it says free
0: tax. Um, yeah, they, they charge you twelve dollars, I think, for your state returns. Um, but that's it. Okay. It's like a twelve dollars fee. I think you end up getting like you're you're able to um deduct more than what you would be from TurboTax. Oh,
1: uh, okay. How long does the whole yeah. process take?
0: I mean, it's probably the same amount as TurboTax. Like, I don't know, if you have all your paperwork in front of you, probably take you, like, an hour. Depending, well, for you, you might have more, because you have to, like, uh, you have to but, deduct all your teaching supplies and stuff. But for me, like, it was just straight up, like, my income and, like, my property tax. And, um, yeah, that was about it. Like, I didn't have many things to deduct. True. But you have to, like, keep track of all your receipts and everything that you buy. So that you can deduct it at the end. So I guess your taxes are a bit more complicated than mine.
1: Yeah, sure. And also, you can keep track of your receipts. Also, you can also guess them in as well, like based on your like bank statements
0: and stuff. Yep. yep.
1: Yeah. Obviously, my weekends like obviously my my schedule is more boring. I bought a PS4, so I'm expecting that to come in. I wasn't uh, at my apartment on uh, yesterday, so I couldn't get it. And they're gonna really re-deliver on Tuesday, but I'm at my parents' house right now. So, I'm hoping to get it rerouted back to Santa Fe. What
0: made you go with the PS4?
1: Okay, I went with the PS4 because I researched what the games, like the games for each console. The only reason I was going to get a 360 because of Forza Horizon. So, it's a a racing simulator game. And I thought to myself, why would I spend $300 on a machine to just buy one game if the PS4 has all these different uh, role playing games or shooting, first person shooters that are um, exclusive to that console? And I, from what I've heard online, from what I've read, uh, a lot of the games for the PS4 are more interactive. They have more, they're more fun. People enjoy them more. So I said, you know what? I'm also
0: well, just PS4. It just depends on what type of gamer you are. If you're a solo gamer, I would say PS4 is probably the way to go. But if you're sure. doing online, you should sure go with Xbox.
1: That's yeah,
0: what I know. I do. I do. I do mostly online gaming. Like a multi
1: multiplayer version online than playing like a ps4 system but you know like you know i was just thinking i already had a ps2 i um, might i will continue the loyalty
0: yeah i guess we'll see but anyway what up listeners this is mike simmons and chidozi and this is uh dozing in the morning
1: yeah I'd i'd say i'd say i was i was i'm reading a lot more like I, usually, I, I tell people I read, but I'm just bullshitting. But like now, I've actually started grabbing like one of these books I haven't read in a while. It's called Artemis. It's about like a. It took me forever trying to finish that book. It's about um, uh, it's a pre it's a precursor to the the Martian, and I don't know if you guys watched the Martian with Matt Damon in theaters, but it's about uh, this girl named Jazz who lives on a space colony, and it talks about her experiences living there and. What she does to, like, make ends meet. And it's a pretty interesting, interesting story. I'm not going to ruin it, but I feel like you guys should check it out.
0: For sure. What's it called again? It's called Artemis. Artemis. Yeah. Got it.
1: Yeah. But anyways, yeah, man, just playing lessons. I had a bit of a cough, but I wasn't, like, I don't think I was too sick. But it's not like I'm wheezing and shit. So I just kind of yeah. take-
0: Every every time I cough or sneeze, I get paranoid. Like yeah. I just don't know what it is, but I mean, it doesn't seem to last. So maybe it's just a uh, just dusty in here. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> need to dust.
1: Dusty as hell. I was hoovering my room too, but I was like taking like deep breath exercises all the time to make sure, like I was like I'm not I'm not about to take any precautions.
0: Anyway, man, what else? What else you been doing on the to pass the time? Just been reading news and scrolling through instagram
1: oh bro like i my social media like my cell phone usage has increased usually i'd spend like two hours and 30 minutes on the cell phone now it's back up to like five hours um i have i had the podcast instagram for like to contact different artists so i created an instagram profile but now i feel like i'm abusing the instagram page (laughs) i'm abusing instagram just just going around and on the explore page and looking at different profiles and just like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, man, you need to, I mean, if you want, like what's the explore page is going to be what you click on the most. So like (laughs) you, you need to, uh, (laughs) need to reroute your attention to more productive things on the explore. page.
1: I was like, I was on my explore. I was on the page and I was like, why are all these pictures popping up? I was like, Oh no. I got to start liking more positive images, more cleaner images that <laughs> I've been looking yeah, at. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's, it's it's uh yeah, it's kind of a bubble it put you in. You know, like once you start liking certain items, they just keep respawning them. And I don't mind like seeing you know some of the stuff on there, but it's just like if you see too much of it and you're like, "Oh, this is kind of a weird territory I'm in." <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I think the algorithm kind of needs to change because, like, I feel like if I click on one thing, all of a sudden, like, that's all what my explore page is going to be. And I don't want it to be that like something might have interested me, just like one video. And then they change to my entire explore page being similar videos to that. And I don't want to see that.
1: Um, (laughs) A lot of it's clickbait because like i'd be looking at it i'm like oh let me click on this and then also i start scrolling down then i go back to my explore page and my explore page is littered with this stuff like i'd be like oh oh well, she looks nice and i click on it and i scroll down i keep scrolling down screw down I scroll down i scroll down then i go back on my explore page and all of a sudden the whole thing has similar photos and it's like i don't mind it's just too much of it and it's like sometimes it gets a little sketch like should i really like this photo like i don't know like this is, it's kind of, it feels like a trap sometimes when I'm looking at these profiles. I'm like, oh god, let me like.
0: Yeah, and, and the other thing about Instagram, they need to like, kind of fix their ad or like be be more filtered on what ads they allow into their platform, because right. I keep getting this ad for a for the uh, for the Bowflex like adjustable dumbbells, and they're saying right. that they're selling them for like ninety bucks, and normally they cost three hundred and twenty six dollars. So like, oh. it's for sure a scam. So I don't right. know why Instagram is allowing those kind of ads to come through. So they need to improve their algorithm on this kind of thing. Um, so people aren't falling into the trap of thinking they're getting this great deal on Instagram when it's really just a, a scam to get your money. That's
1: um, true. That's true. That's that's definitely that's that's definitely true. I, really, I they should fix that up. But yeah, I've been I've been trying to do push ups. I've been doing my hundred push-ups, but not consistently. Like last week, I didn't. I did it like two times. I didn't do it li- much as much um, for the past couple days. But uh, I'm buying it's some... important to try, It's important
0: to try to stay in shape. You got to get a, a perfect pull-up too. That's what I got. Oh, the pull-up bars. On target. So, yeah. The
1: other pull-up bars were sold out. I'm, I got this. I'm getting this one that goes in between the walls. It's like a it's just a straight bar. And then you can, like – it's not like – I
0: don't know if like, I trust those as much.
1: Why? You think they'll fall if you, like, put enough pressure on I'm
0: kind of sketched about those, but apparently they work. So as long as they have good ratings, I guess that's all that matters.
1: Yeah. I just miss doing, like, weights. Like, because the weights really build up your muscle. I feel like push-ups are, like, can help, but the weights are what actually tear down your muscle fibers and build them up. And I feel like push-ups are just kind of help build muscle um, – resistance or they help build muscle stamina but like, i feel like the reason why you get mu- like the, the bulk of your muscle building activities comes from weights that's why i feel like because i had been doing push-ups i did push-ups in high school when i was a freshman trying out for basketball team i didn't really get big i just got like really i was still scrawny but i was just
0: yeah i, was, I mean i've i've always been able to do push-ups push-ups have never been an issue for me or yeah. at least lifting my own body weight has never been much of an issue for me so yeah being able to get having weights and like go beyond what my body weight is really helps especially on like chest and um and like back and um, dumbbells too you can't really do there's not many um bicep workouts you can do just without you can get the resistance bands but they're i still like weights better
1: true true i mean i'm just gonna try to take this time to like run more i've been running in the neighborhood a bit i kind of miss like the fact that i never take walks a lot because like when i'm thinking about um hayward you don't really get so i don't really walk around the neighborhood there's this place uh on top of hayward it's like a small town it's called fairview it's really nice it's, it's a wooded area it's kind of secluded it's kind of a more affluent uh neighborhood so think about let's say at la um you would be like an urban area but if you kind of take um the highway out i don't know what highway y'all take out to the suburbs it's like going to santa clarita or going to like inland empire right like those types of neighborhoods so fairview is kind of similar to that like but adam never really went out there but when you're walking around you like look you're, you get to really take in all the everything you see and everything you hear so that's kind of something i missed out on before the quarantine like you get to walk around a neighborhood and really like look around you and like and immerse yourself in the environment obviously keep your distance across the street people walking towards you not keeping their distance whatever you gotta protect yourself but other than that, I feel like um, me walking around and taking jobs in a neighborhood is really has been really fun and like, enlightening, kind of.
0: Yeah, well, apparently social distancing isn't the answer to preventing coronavirus. It's tearing yeah. down all the 5G network towers.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Dude, so... Yeah, so that's what we're going to get into uh, today is the 5G uh, network um, and the conspiracy behind that. And then uh, we're going to talk about some other um, stuff regarding Adele's divorce rate, a divorce case, I'm sorry. But first of all, let's talk about the 5G network in its relation to coronavirus. So people think the cause of the coronavirus is due to the 5G network stations being installed by China throughout the world, Right. So all this 5G's, 4G's, and 3G stuff, the G stands for General Packet Radio Service. So like over the past two decades, we've become so efficient at moving information through the air, so we no longer need to use like phone lines or DSL modems to the point we can instantly transfer emails, phones, and videos across the world at a click of a, like we don't need to use those things, right? So now we can just instantly transfer everything between cell phone towers wirelessly. So 5G is like the fifth generation of that. Um, it's going to gonna, uh, it's gonna uh, replace what 4G LTE was. So it's going to be five times as fast as the previous network. And so it's going to move more information. But the problem where people are so paranoid is because it's all using electromagnetic radiation. That energy from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like the energy you get from the sun, the energy you get from a microwave uses electromagnetic radiation. Um, radiation and cell phone towers operate between in the radio frequencies between uh, like AM and FM radio and what microwaves operate. So they operate in that gray area. But the reason why 5G makes a lot of people nervous is because the radio frequencies are much higher than what 4G used to be. So the higher the frequency, the more energy, um, sorry, the more, the higher the frequency, um, the, the more energy, the wave, the electromagnetic wave has. So on the spectrum, if you have a higher frequency, there's more energy in those waves and then they can actually cause some damage to um, animal cells. Um, kind of like what the like, UV rays do and like X-rays do. So there's been 180 scientists from like more than 40 countries. were talking about, um, they wrote a letter to the European Union in order to stop Building 5G cell phone towers. They're claiming that the radiation from building the cell phone towers causes tree damage, affects local wildlife, and could be linked to some cancers. And installing 5G towers will just add to the radiation that's coming from 2G, 3G, 4G networks. So all those different towers are still up and running. You're just putting more of these things on there. So a lot of people are like all nervous about that.
0: So well, I I definitely agree that there's probably some radiation coming from those towers and that it's not healthy for us or the environment so it should definitely be looked into more in regards to our health but people have to you also have to understand that like holding your cell phone to your ear is also a form of radiation um it's it's not something like like in that perspective, like using your cell phone technically isn't a hundred percent safe. It's just the radiation right. is so minimal, it's not gonna cause much damage over a short period of time with the amount of time that you have it held up to your ear. But nowadays, yeah. as we get more and more reliant on our cell phones, which we're pretty much everyone already is, it could yeah. become an issue if this 5G becomes like the the norm.
1: Yeah. So that's what people are worried about if 5g becomes a norm that that energy that radiation coming from those cell phone towers and conjunction with what we're holding to our ears that's what people are worried about it's like you're now you're getting a higher frequency dose you now you're getting an increased dose of it and if you're going to let 5g come in now maybe the sixth generation maybe the seventh generation if you're going to let this keep going on and you're going to keep amping up the frequency so you can get more data at a faster speed and that could be more dangerous to people so the reason why I, I wanted to talk about this is because I was working at a summer camp the summer I graduated from high school. And so a couple came up to us, like camp counselors, concerned, insisting that we don't use microwaves because of the radiation. So I was like, what are you talking about? I use microwaves all the time. But I didn't say that to her. I just looked at her like she was weird. Because she came up to me. She came up to us. And she, she, she was saying, oh, I have, do you mind if... Um, my son doesn't eat food from the microwave. We, as a family, we don't use microwaves. She said it all like posh and like bougie, like, oh, we're on some different shit because we don't use microwaves to our food, you know? <laughs> whatever. It just it's more work for you anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's like, but microwaves and radio waves, right, they use non-ionizing radiation, meaning they don't affect the bonds of our chemical structure of our DNA. But UV rays, right, and gamma rays are an example of like ionizing radiation, right? Because the frequency is so high, the energy of the rays are strong enough to break the bonds of our DNA, creating bad proteins, which can lead to, like, cancer, right? So that's why we should wear sunscreen when I go out. I don't. But, uh, I mean, I sometimes do. Right?
0: We got melanin, bro. Our skin protects us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? But have you ever been, have you ever heard of a neighborhood called Hunter's Point in San Francisco? Nah. So Hunter's Point used to be a military base where they used to test military weapons in San and. Um, before in the world war for the manhattan project but they scrapped that right and they put neighborhoods on top of there so that's kind of like the that's a project area in san francisco but the problem is that there's always been residual radiation causing health problems so even like in world war ii when people like getting had atomic bombs dropped on them right um unfortunately those who are affected by the nuclear bombs had offsprings with deformed limbs right and they later died of cancers leaked to the radiation damage from the atom bombs Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah so yeah the people in japan were later died of cancer leads to radiation damage so these energy waves have so much energy they can pierce through their skin and travel far and affect the little molecules in your dna so i would not be concerned about 5g tires and coronavirus i'd be concerned about the radiation coronavirus is a respiratory disease right that decreases your blood oxygen levels so the organs become damaged from the lack of oxygen but radi- radiation damage usually comes in a form of like cancer so it takes like several decades to develop. So like coronavirus is immediate. Like once you have it, it takes about 14 days or slowly, just it slowly builds up. But people are more concerned and paranoid because they don't know what's going on. So they're like, I don't know. What's, I don't know what's happening. I don't care. I'm just going to just going well, like-
0: to. Well, see. The thing is, people need something to blame it on. And there's always going to be the conspiracy theorists that come out and have some stupid theory about how this disease is being spread. But the truth is, like, we've already known how it how this happened. Um, It's not something that can be transmitted in a way is such a way that they're explaining, saying that it is because if it were truly 5G, that means there'd be or the cell phone towers. There'd be no way to actually not get it. Like even by staying inside we'd still be exposed to it and everyone would basically have it. <laughs> there there'd be no immunity to it. It would just you'd just have it. So right. these kind of where did this conspiracy theory even come from?
1: I don't even know. I don't even know where a lot of these conspiracy theories come. I I just feel like they start as some weird part of YouTube and then it just blows up. Like well, you, someone has to upload a video to YouTube talking about 5g this and then through social media and people think they're like all these armchair conspiracy theorists that just sit on their chair and go on youtube and type and shit
0: that literally just type in conspiracy theories and just watch videos and then suddenly they agree with it because they think this guy is presenting facts that is really just a bunch of bullshit
1: bullshit and honestly though I, i honestly think uh it carries some weight right the the 5G towers, the radiation we're exposed to daily. It does carry some weight, like
2: being oh, yeah, here, that,
0: that for sure. That makes sense. I agree with the radiation aspect and that it needs yeah. to be looked into more. Right. But yeah. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, if you have time, I'll just play like a short video at the end, but we can get into, uh, the next case, which is, uh, what you want to talk about. Cause I think it's a good topic. Um, Adele, and her divorce case—I don't know if you read about that—but people were kind of going. A lot of women were mad because about Adele was losing like what 140 million dollars to her uh, her husband.
0: Yeah. So the thing is, I tried to look more into it, and there's really not. It's it's a messy divorce for sure, but there's a lot. There's there's more to it, but the details just aren't being released yet. But what I do know is. He, she's not going to be forced up to give over half of her, like of her fortune, like they said she was going to be given up 140 euros or 140 dollars, whatever the conversion was, and she's only worth 190. Or I shouldn't say only, but she's worth 190 million. So technically, he's taking her almost her entire fortune. That's a bunch of bullshit. Like if, yeah. if it were to work out that way, into where he got money, it would be half which is typically, or a little, maybe a little bit more than half, but it it shouldn't be any more than that. Um, so that was just literally a tweet that came out of nowhere. Um, there's no real background to the tweet. There's no credibility towards that tweet. So really nobody knows what the workings of the divorce are. Um, right.
1: I think, I mean, the the husband's going to get some million, uh, that's no doubt about it. Um, but here, here's the thing, right? Like, a lot of cases, I see a lot of rich black men being drained out of cash because a the woman, they got pregnant, um, didn't work out. Now for 18 years, they have to pay millions of their salary and child support, right? This happens with a lot of our athletes, our entertainers, like DMX, like Scarface, like Antoine Walker, and, and many more, right? Even Michael Jordan, right, was not exempt as he lost $168 million of his personal early earnings to his ex-wife, right? In this case, Adele is out of some number, right? Because her husband doesn't make as much as she does. So she's a primary breadwinner of her relationship. Now, I think a lot of people are saying that it's unfair. But a lot of the time, it's men on that short end of the stick, right? Let's, let's take Tyrese, for example. Do you remember Tyrese? When he was had his infamous meltdown?
0: What more do you want from me? What more
1: do you want from me? <laughs> like, he was, he was going crazy. He was just like... <laughs> And he was crying, and then he started cussing out The Rock. I don't know why, but he's like, The Rock hasn't moved, and I don't. Why do I get a I need a movie. (laughs) I need a movie. What more do you want from me? And then Michael Blackson came out the next day, and he he dropped uh, Tyrese from the Dark Skin Community. community. He's like, we, Dark Skin Community, we are uh, trading you for Steph Curry. <laughs> oh, man,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like, and he at the end he's like, "Good luck with your court case."
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's about a balance. Like, I I never agreed with taking half. Um, yeah, I do. I do believe that you should, in a divorce, you should give your partner, allow the enough money to keep up the lifestyle that they're used to. Um yeah.
1: Keep up the life site, kidding me? No, for but I'm just saying, like, if you're a celebrity, right? And you got married, well, I mean, if you're a celebrity and you marry somebody who didn't have somebody as like who didn't start up with anything at all, who didn't start up with much, right? Mm-hmm. Any, I think anything other than most Americans are not going to touch like $10 million. So, why do you need $90 million in a divorce rate? Why do you need a hundred and something, eight million? That's crazy. Like, that well, take- well you,
0: have to, you have to look at it this way so. You marry an athlete. Um, Your expectation now is that you probably never have to work. So you don't have to get any kind of experience in any job. You don't have to go to school. You don't have to. Well, they might still go to school, but you don't have to. You don't have to work, essentially. Like you can just kind of just chill at home and take care of the kids. So like they're not getting any kind of experience, like real world experience to get a, a real job. So but they're used to this extravagant lifestyle. So that's that's a pretty big culture shock um, to happen all at once where, you know, you get divorced and then all of a sudden you have nothing. So it's and you have pretty much have nowhere to go. So you pretty much end up with your back either back with your parents or with some shitty job unless you had some sort of experience prior to that. So that's why I think that in this in a case of divorce, like you should give your spouse m- enough money to let them maintain the current lifestyle but half is definitely a little is probably much
1: half is brutal
0: god yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i mean that's it that's what it is like that's what a relationship is it's 50 50 50
1: -50,
0: Uh, yeah yeah, so you can't really um you can't really complain about it and you can't like no matter which gender is the one that is the breadwinner um it is what it is like that's what you signed up for if you didn't if you didn't sign the prenup so no one really has the right to complain in this situation. It, it doesn't have to. It's just a gender neutral kind of thing. Um, she, in this case, it's it's a rare situation in which the the woman is the breadwinner. So that's why. I don't want to say a rare situation, but it, it, it's a different situation in which the woman is the breadwinner. So she has to give up half the money. And that's what it is.
1: Do you think that's going to affect how cuz let's 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 say this right uh, now these celebrities who have money have money to blow but for lower middle class america or even upper middle class right should we be more hesitant hesitant to start families and marry like I would be right i'm just saying there there are benefits from marriage like if you're a, if a black if a black family unit it's cheaper and easier to build like generational wealth in a two parent household because you can combine both incomes. It right? can make it easier to buy a house, a car, you can move to a safer neighborhoods with better schools, right? To give you a chance to get you, to give you a chance for your kids to go to college. But at the same time, the pitfalls from divorce, right, are kind of brutal. Like if you're a middle class uh, American and you get a divorce as a man, that just takes away a lot of privileges that you have a lot of your lifestyle is going your, your quality of life is going to decrease tremendously through a divorce i mean like if you're a celebrity and you divorce it's fine like you still have 50 million dollars to work with but if you're a middle-class man and you ha- your net worth was what just, all your assets combined what was three hundred thousand, and you divorce and Let's say your assets are one hundred and fifty thousand, but you have to pay tax, and you have to pay divorce lawyers, you have to pay court fees and stuff like that. That's just going to take so much money out of your pocket that your quality of life is going to de- like go down tremendously.
0: So but I, that, I, that, I mean, that that's also assuming. So you you said the three hundred thousand net worth. Like that's also assuming that the, in this case, that the wife isn't working. So in most cases at least in today's America, your wife is probably working as well. So you really are splitting things 50, 50. So in that kind of divorce, I'm not a hundred percent sure how that's going to work, but I don't think that the man would be, would have to give up half of his wealth while the woman keeps all of hers. I don't think that's how that situation would work right? or, or vice versa. Um, I think, in and in in, in still in this case of having to give up half of your money, it's still the same argument in which, you know, maybe uh, you, she, you, the woman's her, her husband or wife is a stay at home husband or wife um, and they take care of the kids. They take care of the house. So it's kind of unfair for them to have not been working for all this time. And then all of a sudden they get a divorce and they're left with nothing and they have no um, they have no way of you know sustaining themselves after that so that's why like I, i think that's where that kind of the half comes in and that half is supposed to last them until they're able to get on their feet and get their own job work things out get their own place it's supposed to kind of give them a head start to start their lives without their partner that they had previously committed to spend the rest of their life with so it's it's just kind of the cost of breaking that commitment Unless you sign the unless you do a prenup.
2: Ah,
1: uh, sure. Sure. Do you see yourself signing one? I don't know. It's hard kinda of hard to say.
0: Uh I, oh, I mean right. the yeah, problem it, with prenups is if you sign a prenup you're kind of like predicting failure and that's the argument against signing prenups. Yeah. Um but I definitely think that celebrities like if you're if you have that kind of wealth, you should for sure sign have some kind of prenuptial agreement in place um, if you're that wealthy. But nobody like usually when you're in mar when you're getting married, that's at the peak of your love. So you can never see each other getting you can never see getting divorced from that person. Um, but it's still, you know, if you if you have that much money, I think you, you should try to at least get the the prenup but that's that's for them to work out it's their lives it's their choice i can't tell them what to do
1: so. Facto. well i, I had a couple videos to play y'all don't mind listening um before we conclude so one of it i was gonna play tyrese's little video but i do have one from you know who Stephen jackson is yeah oh Stefan jackson i keep pronouncing all this, everything wrong today but Stefan jackson um that he was he was a championship player for the san antonio spurs nba legend um one of the one of the more vocal uh nba players of today's time uh he made a video do you, you see the video about him his comments on like child support and stuff like that
0: no i don't think i've seen it
1: yeah I, I, i'll go, go ahead and play it back
0: yeah and i mean child support in its own is a is a whole nother topic True. um because you know, on the man side or whoever side, you have to you argue is all that money really going towards the child?
1: True. Is uh, it going towards the child? I remember um, before I played this. I remember being picked up by this um, by my Uber driver. He had a really nice car, like BMW, really fancy. fancied. I was like, "Man, your car's super nice. It's amazing." And he was talking about how he saved up money. He paid it. He paid it in full by like twenty six grand cash. Walked up to the they barely believed him. He was saying, like, yeah, I paid it off in cash. I said, I got cash. What what deal can you give me? Paid it off, right? But it took him, like, so many – it took him, like, at least, like, four years. And he didn't have, like, the most fancy job, but he was saving it up. And I remember driving back, he was cursing his wife, his (laughs) ex-wife, the whole time. He's like, yeah, it would have taken much shorter – but you my fucking wife. My child support, <laughs> all my money. <laughs> I was like, dang. Like the way he mentioned who his wife was, it's such there's such um uh, resentment behind it because of the money he was paying in child support. There's such resentment built up for her. Like the way he was just talking going on about his ex wife. I was just like, whoa. But anyway, I want to play this video. Uh, let me know what you guys think. It's about a minute or two long, but he just kind of talks about his experiences
2: getting my stuff together for today. Say, Say, I wouldn't be a real one if I didn't share this game with my my little bros, my little homies out there. I wouldn't be a real one if I didn't share this game with (laughs) y'all. One, me, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. So I feel like to share this game with these youngsters out here are the ones who planning on having families and moving forward and doing different things and being successful, a lot come with it. Come comes with it. What I want to tell y'all: find one woman, love her, and have families and have babies with her. Do not have kids by multiple women.
0: Listen, that's, that's common sense.
2: That shit is <laughs> overrated. That shit is played out. And it ain't what you think. You it ain't what you think it is. Okay. Is
0: that ever I a cool thing to do? I'm five women. Right,
2: I take responsibility for laying down with them, making baby with them, making babies with them, and all. I take full responsibility. You know what I'm saying? But three of them, I regret even knowing. I <laughs> paid millions and millions and millions of dollars in child support. You know what I'm saying? And still don't see my kids. F42, my kids in high school and in college. But peep this out. I'm saying this to say, find one woman. Love her, have kids with her, and build your family. Because having kids by multiple women can destroy your life. I've been having three out of my five trying to destroy my life since the beginning of time. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I paid millions in child support and still don't see my kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you this to to tell you to be smarter, bro. Don't make the same mistakes I made. Find you one woman, love her, and have kids by her. Because having kids by multiple women can destroy your life, bro. Because a bit of baby mama ruins black men just as much as the police or just as much as as anybody. Okay. They won't say that. And of course, women won't say that because it's it's more, it's majority of them. But fellas, we got to be smarter. Okay. We got to be smarter. I don't have problems with my kids' mothers unless they, unless they didn't ran out of money. It's just facts, bro. It's just facts. But make, be smarter, make a better decision. Uh don't
1: be running around willy nilly like I was doing and all that and you know
2: Yeah. So I'm just gonna stop right there. So that's what he was going on about. I don't
1: let's see I agree with his comments I'm like oh, um everything. But I got like the core message was like it was like that you make make more smarter decisions with who you choose to be with, so you don't end up having to pay so much and through a divorce and through child support i feel like those are very important decisions to make and i feel like Stephen jackson hit a point and he struck a chord with me when he was talking about this
0: so that's that's yeah, why like, I, well, the thing i didn't understand is why was it ever at a point seen seen as cool to have multiple baby mamas like that's never been i was, mean i guess you have rappers talk about having baby mamas and stuff but well, like
1: i think it's, it's um uh, Irritable. I've
0: never seen that as something that somebody wanted to do. No,
1: no. Nah, it's just... Uh, I don't know. It's just... I feel, I feel like it's just about being carried away. And I don't think people necessarily want to have kids. It's just about being carried away. Like, having... I'm not going to judge him, obviously. It's, it's, he's... Um. I mean, I'm not going to judge anybody, but I feel like it's easy to get carried away, swept up. I mean, especially if you're rich, right? All these women are around you, and you can have relations with multiple people and feel like you can have you can it's easy if you're traveling if you're an NBA star to have relations with multiple people uh and just be swept up in that I think as a regular working person maybe too like you could be traveling work related and you can meet people and you never know so it's just about I guess being more on your toes and just watching out for whatever
0: or just wrapping your dick up (laughs) <laughs> it's that simple but
1: um you never know man you never know
0: <laughs> i mean what do you mean you never know it's pretty it's, it's, can, a, it's a proven thing to prevent babies
1: it is proven thing. <laughs> but some people you know like sometimes you just i guess uh, you forget i mean sometimes i don't know just want,
0: just want that 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 feeling <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but w- at what cost? It cost him millions of dollars <laughs> Will he say that it was worth it For those those Five times <laughs> That that, he, that it happened to him
1: Oh man <laughs> Alright so yeah I think that's about it um, Yeah that's all I had Just uh, conspiracy theories And, and Baby llama drama
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah That's about it um, well, Not a lot not much can really go on in the world right now um, outside of you know outside of our homes so you know we're not really hearing about many interesting things that go on in the world just because at the top of everyone's news feed is is the virus
1: everyone's dying from the virus yo it's yeah. a trippy i've been hearing like ambulances like running around like i was in the apartment my apartment and throughout the day i'd hear like these sirens Um, Ambulances going back and forth. I'm like, God, it's like ground zero here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even in I was was just uh, what was I I was just driving around. I was like, keep hearing ambulances going, like running back and forth. I'm like, oh this is real. Yeah. We're paranoid. I don't know if you hear a lot of ambulances in Corona, but it's a small city. But I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm in Rancho now, Rancho Cucamonga, but. Yeah, I mean, I hear probably hear one a day. It's not it's not that crazy. I think, as I said, California kind of jumped on this pretty early. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, the, the Bay Area is hit hardest. Just to be honest. I mean, the Bay Area has a lot more. I feel like population density. So it's the Bay Area. Then number two is L.A. Then everyone else is like mixed in. But those those are the top two because I feel like every, the Bay Area. There's so much people coming together from all different parts of the world and the, the even just well, the nation
0: general i think the bay area's population is only like 7 million while uh yeah. southern california's population is like 18 million True. but the difference is we just have a lot more space here You're like spread, out. spread like, out yeah like well, not in la but like on the suburbs surrounding la everything's very spread out like if you go to palm desert like yeah. let's like way inland like going towards like arizona and nevada like right. oh my gosh there's so much just open space there that, you know, people just they just probably aren't going to they're either it's like a wildlife reserve or they're just not going to build on because the the land's not worth much because it's just hot and dry. So nobody really wants to live there. So that's why the people that do live there have so much space around their house. Um, yeah, I
1: mean, I feel like it's not bad if you want to live in California to buy a house out there. I was just wondering how far you have to drive just to get to something of entertaining value
0: <laughs> no yeah that's the thing you gotta you gotta go far like I have to with no traffic I have to go about an hour or like a 30 minutes to an hour to get to something entertaining like you know to go to a bar or a club or something but them they'd probably have to drive like two hours just to get to LA if there's no traffic with traffic probably more like three hours and yeah it's just at that point it's not worth it because like you're driving most likely you want to go get lit so you'd have to get like a airbnb or a hotel or something yeah so those people that's why it's typically like older people that live out that way because they know they're never going to go anywhere else like they just want to stay there and chill and play golf
1: true True. yeah if i were to to la i'd have to like either live in maybe like rancho i heard santa bernardino's nice santa clarita um, San
0: Bernardino, no. Well, San Bernardino County is kind of shitty, but yeah. Well, Rancho is in San Bern- San Bernardino, so it's it's a nicer community it has been built up pretty well. Um, I heard
1: Pasadena's pretty cool too.
0: Yeah, Pasadena's expensive if you <laughs> live there, but yeah, is that, Pasadena's nice.
1: Is that expensive as the Bay though, or a little cheaper than? Um, it ain't that
0: cheaper than Bay? I would say that the Bay is probably the the more expensive place to live, but then it would be followed by L.A. and then Pasadena. Damn.
1: And Malibu is like just for Malibu is kind of like out there in terms of price.
0: I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I kind of consider Malibu and like all those like rich neighborhoods L.A. I guess Pasadena is still kind of L.A. too, but it's 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 one of those. um, Yeah, I mean, just that general area is just expensive. There's just this. There's like a bunch of you know communities and suburbs within L.A. that you know that they're all expensive. Yeah. You know you have the notorious poor ones, and then you have you know the middle class areas that are still pretty expensive, and then you have the super wealthy areas like Calabasas and yeah uh, yeah, Malibu and stuff where all the celebrities live.
1: Damn man. If I yeah
0: Pasadena, like I guess you would consider that more of a I. I don't know the the wealth scale is so I don't even know how to like categorize it on the wealth scale of I guess it's, it's upper middle class cuz it's not crazy affluent but yeah. it's you know people with you know that probably make you know 150,000 a year 100 oh. to 150,000 a year live there Oh okay well wow. yeah <sighs> one day maybe it's a mean, 2k 200,000
1: if I were to live in Southern California, I, I feel like I'd want to live on the coast, like, just to enjoy, be able to enjoy it like, to full scale. So, like, I'm thinking about Malibu, like, any any of those places you'll see on Highway 1 just driving down. So that's yeah, should-
0: be ready to pay a shit ton of money.
1: I know, right? Come on, man. Yeah. Either that or maybe because you live on the Louisiana coast. <laughs> I'm just thinking.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's actually, did I tell you I was in uh, New Orleans for Mardi Gras? You were? Yeah. I can't say that. Oh well, I yeah, uh, that's what I was there a couple uh, weeks ago, or probably oh well, it's a month ago now. Um, and yeah, man, like the like the, we we took a swamp tour, and those people live like I don't know how they could live like that. Like you you literally can't even you can't get to their house unless you take a boat there. Like so so their cars are like kind of like parked on on like a shore like a like right off outside of the swamp and then right. they have their boats like parked on a dock so they drive their boats from their house to their cars to go to work and then when they get back they park their cars and then get on their boat to get back to their house the <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy how people live out there but you know it's a simple lifestyle and like apparently they love it and they wouldn't have it any other way but fuck that <laughs> man <laughs> that shit looks horrible it's also crazy how how New Orleans, the impact of Katrina, is still so prevalent there. Yeah,
1: um,
0: yeah, they like you. The damage, like the the damage, is still there. They have still all these programs for you to like buy. A, like they have a program out there where if you bought a property, uh, the state or the city or the state would pay you forty percent to re refurbish that home. So essentially like you pay 60% and the state will pay 40 to like refurbish the home but it's just nobody wants to go out there and invest because it's just such a poor community so it's kind of a shitty program in that aspect that you know nobody's going to nobody has the capital like the people that live there don't have the capital to buy and then nobody that actually has the money wants to invest there because it's just a it's not a nice place so it's just yeah you have to have there's been no yeah, there's that. been. Like, it bad just bad. seems like it really sucks because it just seems like the government has just completely. I mean, that's kind of always been what the case was. Like, even while, like, right after Katrina, the government has just kind of abandoned those communities and just doesn't give a shit. Um, so it's pretty sad, honestly.
1: I'm looking at real estate in, uh, in LA as we speak,
0: <laughs>
1: Rancho i don't know i'm looking at different areas but yeah um, i'm just joking um yeah man I, I feel like if i couldn't live in california i don't know where i would go to be honest. like I,
0: I don't know i've been to a couple other states and i just can't see myself living anywhere else than california right. but, uh i don't know other states are people. just like new york is so i don't it's like new cry. york like, how crowded it is and compact everything is. Like, it was cool to visit, but living there sounds like hell. Yeah. Um, I, I just like having the, the space of the suburbs in Southern California. Just being able yeah. to park anywhere I want to park. Like, parking is never an issue here. <laughs> like, there's always a parking space.
1: You know, parking is parking space or tickets. Uh, like, like, street sweeping and shit like that. Getting tickets for, like, parking on the street or... or yeah, I know.
0: Like, that doesn't exist because there's always a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's always a place for you to park your car without worry of a ticket or, um, you know, street sweeping or anything. Oh yeah, that's why, like, I, I kind of don't, I would never live in a big city.
1: I can't stand it. I worked in this last, the school last year. I got so many fucking street sweeping tickets because I'd park on the street, but I'd be like, there would be so many street sweeping, like, there would be like street sweeping the first and the third Wednesday or of the week or something like that, and then on you each said, street it's like had different days. So on one side of the street, right? It would be Wednesday. On the other side of the street, it would be like Tuesday. So I had to play like I had to keep looking at my calendar all the time, like to know where to park. That was so annoying. Like having a parking lot is so kind of like a privilege at this point. Sometimes in the area,
0: but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think we can uh, call it there. Uh, and I want to thank all our listeners for making it with us this far. I know it was kind of started off like kind of rambling until we really got into it. So I appreciate you guys for sticking with us this long. Appreciate you guys uh, a lot. Too. And until and, and next time.
1: Until next time, y'all.
0: Peace.